Hey, good morning, everybody. I'm Larry Jacobs. This is Pre K 12 Education Talk Radio, and it is the 18th of October, 2022. Thanks for being here today. Big thank you to my good friends over at Discovery Education, Steve Wakefield, Eagles fan, I might add. Thank you, Stephen. Okay, me being from Philadelphia. Okay, it's a good weekend to be a Philadelphian from from there. Okay. With the Phillies and the Eagles, of course. Okay, so my good buddy Stephen Wakefield over at Discovery Education has hooked me up with Monica and Isaac Griffin for today's show. Okay, they are the principal and vice principal, and I believe the owners as well, of Huntsville College Preparatory School. Okay, down in Huntsville, Alabama. And this is one cool place, and I advise you to go over to hcpschool.org. H-C-P, like Huntsville College Prep, school.org, okay? This is a school for kids who learn differently, okay? It's neurodiverse, all right? The, the dyslexia, ADHD, whatever, whatever, all that sort of stuff. And they leverage ed tech to help those kids learn. It's a K-12 school they've developed. The website is incredibly lively. Go over there and check it out. And the other thing they do, we're going to have a conversation. They're really involved with kids literally getting into college and involved the college catalogs and all that sort of thing in the learning. I'm impressed with Isaac and Monica, though we have never met, but I have seen the website. So we're going to have a great conversation with them. My name's Larry Jacobs. This is Pre-K-12 Education Talk Radio. Everything we do is over at ace-ed.org. We're the Consortium for Equity and Education. That's why I love doing a show like this. Okay. ace-ed.org. We have teacher retention, a lot of stuff on that. And we're real concerned about professional development, okay? It's just so important these days, okay? We can't lose any more teachers. A couple of uh, districts up in, over in Massachusetts are on strike this week. It's tough out there, okay? We can't lose any more great teachers, all right? SELtoday.org, all, everything we do with equity and access, including our journal, Equity and Access, Pre-K-12, it's online. Go over, check it out. Everything's at ace-ed.org. And without further ado, let me bring you on, I believe, I'm assuming, Mr. and Mrs. Griffin. So we'll start with Monica and ask, am I correct? Hi, Monica. It's Larry here. Hey, Larry. I get this a lot. It's Monique. <laughs> but I do oh. get Monica a lot. How are you? Okay. Now, wait a minute. Is, how do you spell your first name? Monique. M-O-N- M-O-N-I-Q-U-E. Yeah, all right, I want you to yell at Stephen Wakefield, my good buddy. He wrote on him. <laughs> shame okay. on you, him. You, you shame on him, okay? Hi, Monique, how you doing? No worries. I'm good, how are I'm you? Only kidding him. I'm only kidding him because he's an Eagles fan, so I love him dearly, okay? <laughs> no worries. We'll weekend. get him together. No problem. We'll get all this together, Monique. It's great to have you here. And I assume you and good Isaac, are, 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 are you guys a couple, if I may ask that question? We are a couple. We are a couple, a couple of a lot of things. <laughs> well, you are a couple of great people. I got to tell you, hi, Isaac. How you doing? It's Larry here. I'm doing great. How are you, Larry? I'm fine. I'm fine. It's great to have you here. I got to tell you, I was over on your website, both of you, and I, I, I loved your website. It is lively. Yeah. It is fun. It, it's, it, it says what you're doing, and it says it so well. All right, and uh, you have a quote over there, and I had spoken to Isaac about this. You have a quote over there. I just love this quote. 
It's from a man named Ignacia Estrada. And it says, if a child can't learn the way we teach, maybe we should teach them the way they learn. Okay? And I just love that. And you guys have created what seems to me is a darn nice school. So why don't we start right there and tell us about your school and the kids that you serve over there. Who wants to do it? I'll throw it to Monique, and you can send it to Isaac. Okay. Go ahead. Absolutely. Madam Principal. So it's it's actually our sports day at school today, so I'm I'm feeling all that you're saying. You're throwing stuff to me. I'm catching it. I've got on my Braves yeah. gear. <laughs> so Huntsville College Preparatory, we like to say it's the difference between going to school and experiencing education. We serve wow. a population of students who have learning differences. So maybe 65, 70% of our students have been diagnosed with ADHD, dyslexia, autism, anxiety disorders, but we have a a smaller population, but a very significant population of our students who have no diagnosis, completely neurotypical. These are the students who just needed a smaller class size, who the public school, I mean, we love the public school. We're both products of the public school, and our our, our children are in public school. But the public school, for whatever reason, just was not a good fit for this student. So these are the students that we have kind of taken on, and we've been able to create this individualized academic experience where we like to tell our teachers, and we say it at every team meeting, we teach to the student, we never teach to the class. And that is how those are the students, the students that need that kind of academic experience are the students that come to us. Were you born on Krypton? How'd you come up with this? This is great, super lady. I got to tell you. Okay, was Isaac born on Isaac? Were you born on Krypton? No, I was born in Sacramento, California, actually, and not on Krypton. (laughs) Okay. I mean, we're, we're West like, Coast babies. <laughs> well, I'll tell you, you brought a good piece of the West Coast to Huntsville, Alabama. What are you doing in Huntsville, Alabama? Rocket City, it's a good place. How'd you get from there from the California? I got to ask that question. Isaac, you want to do that one? Wait a minute, let's do Isaac. Well, let's give Isaac a turn here. Go ahead. Isaac. Well, I have to defer to Monique because it oh. wraps around her, how we got to Huntsville, so she can go ahead and take this one and I'll snag the next one. <laughs> you got it. Yeah, okay, and I, I'll, I can even start and he can kind of wrap up if I miss anything. So my college mentor, uh, I went to school in Alabama, my undergrad at Talladega College, and she was working oh. at the school. And it was under a different name. And she, the previous owner, just started to show signs of fatigue. And she called us yeah. and said, and honestly, we were looking to make a transition from California. We wanted a different quality of life. We were not looking to go to Alabama, though, I will tell you. We were Mm -hmm. looking at lots of other places. So she called and said, I think I have an opportunity for you. I think you guys would be wonderful at this. Me having all of my experiences in special education, and it's my passion. Wow. Uh, And Isaac in general education, also his passion. So it was kind of a no-brainer. We came. We got that phone call in June. We had a meeting with the previous owner in the end of June. We flew out to Alabama in July, and we were moving into our new house in September. Wow, good for you. And, and by the way, it's, it's hot in Alabama in July, so I really, you, you really, uh, wow. Yeah, I know, I know. Okay. It's, it's, it's a different kind I mean, of hot. It's really quite a transition. And, I, you know, I love the way you mix the, ki- the kids who you, you called neurotypical with neurodiverse, okay? And that is so darn important. And obviously, you're, you're, I have to say that you're, lever- you're leveraging properly 
everything you're doing, <clears throat> and you under, and I always say this, and both of you will love this. I always say, if the kids aren't learning, you're not teaching. All right, and right. we call ourselves teachers. All right, but I, I'm like, always use my example. Everybody listening to the show knows about my math teacher who, who taught nothing for three years when I was in high school in Philadelphia, and he called himself a teacher. But nobody was learning anything. All he did was mark tests on the curve, okay, and then just pass us on through. All right, it was terrible. Mm-hmm. All right, and that he he called himself a teacher. He got paid like a teacher, but he wasn't teaching anything. Okay, he wasn't looking at the kids, listening to the kids, or you know, back in those days, we didn't really have a voice, but you know what I mean. He wasn't paying attention to his own data, the yeah. test scores that were in the 30s and 40s. And it's so important that we we change the paradigm, and that's what your school again helps Huntsville College Prep seems to me to be doing. And you've taken what you know from general education and special education, which means, Monique, you are going to heaven. All special educators go to heaven, just in case you don't know that. You guys have the patience of saints. I really mean that. Okay? You're just incredible. You perform magic every day. Okay? And what you're doing with the kids is just unbelievable. And by the way, how many kids go? Now, Isaac, my friend Isaac, how many kids go there? Yes, sir. So we have around uh, 45 students right now. And so what we do, we have an ongoing enrollment. So typically, uh, we never close our enrollment because at any sure. uh, given time, someone might need the opportunity. And so we, you know, we just provide the opportunity for those parents who want to come in. We have, uh, we have a discovery day. So it's like where you can drop your student off, you find out about us, and your student can experience um, Huntsville College Preparatory School for themselves. So uh, we believe that students should be able to help make the decision for the parents because when we got here, um, we had a school picked out for our boys. But we took our uh, we took our sons with us, and we gave them the opportunity to experience one of the schools. And the school that we chose, he was like, "Nope." <laughs> and then he went to like the neighborhood school, and he was like, "I want to go here." And so uh, we took into consideration that you know they have to be there all day. I don't have to go to the school with him. He has to be there, and so we rather have them right. in a place where they're comfortable and where they would enjoy. And so we offered that as well here at Huntsville College Preparatory School. So it's a, right. it's one day for the students to come in. They can enjoy the teacher, and they can just have fun with the students. And a lot of times, when they come, they never want to go. Uh, they never want to leave. <laughs> I, I, I would imagine that would be true. And I, just let me ask. I'm, I, I've never, unfortunately, I've never been to Huntsville. Okay, been to Alabama, but never been to Huntsville. Are, are you guys? How far away is the furthest kid coming to school? Okay, are they all from literally Huntsville so area? Yeah, they're from the surrounding. We've got um, we have students who come. I think the furthest out, and correct me if I'm wrong, Isaac might be Decatur area, and that's about oh, a no. thirty thirty five minute drive. It's a good haul. Yeah, yeah. So we, that's a good haul. Yeah, we stay within the general area, so about thirty minutes. Um, each right. way, I, I, the furthest. And then we have a teacher that comes, um, he drives an hour away just to come work here in Huntsville College Preparatory School. So wow. Is that your have, social studies teacher? So everybody's coming from everywhere. Yes. Is that your social studies teacher? It is, yes. How'd you know? <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Dunmore, he's okay. amazing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I taught social studies. I looked to see who was teaching social studies over there. Okay. Like oh, said, he's fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. 
Dunsmore, is that his name? Do I remember correctly? Mr. Dunsmore, Dunsmore. and he, yeah. it's the coolest thing. One of the things he Give just did is he had this, all of the students in his class um, learn how to write their name in hieroglyphic. Hieroglyphic. Say it for me, guys. Hieroglyphic. Hieroglyphic. <laughs> hieroglyphic. The Rosetta Stone. Okay. That's <laughs> right. Yeah. Okay. That's great stuff. Okay. And the uh, crow, you know, whatever they want to write. It, it, it's fine. Does he speak hieroglyphic? No, there is no so written, uh, spoken language <laughs> like that. Okay. It, it, you know, how many of the kids, you got 45 kids and like, if I look probably about 10 teachers, right? Eight, 10 teachers. Yeah. Am I correct? There's eight Plus teachers. The- We're K through 12. Yeah, I know you are. I know you are. So how many? Yes. Where's the sweet spot at the school right now? Is it pretty well spread, K-12, or are there more 8, 9, 12ers than there are elementary kids? How's it spread? High school is a – our middle school, our 5th and 6th is pretty chunky. Our high school seems to be one of the biggest appeals, and I think that's because that's that biggest cliff in education. Um, you right. know, when they make that transition from being at a smaller school to now being at a school with 2,000 students – and, you know, that need for things to kind of slow down and be more paced. But our elementary, I will tell you, we are getting a lot. Our most recently, we've been getting the most calls in third and fourth grade. Cool. That's good. That's good. Yeah. That's, you know, you've got to build the right foundation. I'm glad parents are seeing that and understand that that is really important. Because people, I always say this, people, you know, high school is the last thing we do in public education. So that's kind of the, mm-hmm. the, the closest in our memory. And so we we make the mistake right. that that is the most important part, but it is not. That they are sense. all equal, and you know, a, a, you know, like we say, you know, everybody says it. A good foundation in elementary makes for a good high school experience. And you know, I got to ask you guys. This is this is cool. You are called you're a K twelve, but you call yourselves a college preparatory school. All right. And then I read that you do something and I'm trying to figure out what it is you're doing. So I'm going to ask you to explain it. Isaac, maybe you want to do this. Okay. You, okay. you give kids the access and I don't doubt if you do this for first graders, but maybe you do to various university catalogs and you maintain, okay, a, colleg- a, a collegiate presence, so to speak. Okay. You know, at, at at your school, and just talk about that. When when I say that, what are you actually doing with that? And I think that's really cool. Okay, that you that you're getting the kids thinking about higher ed. Okay, no matter where they go, you're think they're thinking about it. And by the way, as you guys have already learned, it's either Auburn or Alabama, or if I may, Talladega. Am I right? Yeah, there you go. That's right. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah, all right, Auburn, Alabama. But for, all right, uh, besides that. Okay, how do, what's that college catalog thing? How do you work that? And I'll ask Isaac, and if you want, you can swing it over to Monique. Okay, so uh, what we offer for our high school kids, um, so from when they start uh, the summer of the end of their ninth grade year, they have the opportunity to either um, attend uh, Calhoun um, College or Drake State. And so uh, we offer that opportunity, um, and so they're able to, um, start taking classes during the school year. So they'll do their general ed here for high school mm-hmm. here, and then they'll be able to take um, their general ed classes starting off um, at the college. And so they'll spend a few days here and then uh, like a few nights um, at the university. And they're able to graduate from here with their high school diploma and then get get their AA when they graduate as well. So it wow. opens up an opportunity nice. for them. So um, even if 
uh, we say college college is our main goal, but we know college is not for everyone. And so Drake State, it helps with technical um, skills. Mm-hmm. Um, and mm-hmm. so uh, like you that. can graduate with AA um, and your diploma, and uh, Monique can, you know, take it from there. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm just so going to say I'm... something there. Well, I've got to say something. I always say this. Yeah. I'm going to say it to you guys, okay? We always say this phrase, college and career ready. And as far as I'm mm-hmm. concerned, you can drop the word college, okay? We just want them to be career ready. And Isaac said it beautifully a minute ago. Some of the kids just don't want to go to college, okay? They, have, they need tech skills, okay? And by the way, you're in Rocket City, okay? They know where they, know where they are, Huntsville, Alabama, okay? Right. Yeah. yeah. And if, if these kids, okay, can get tech skills, and by the way, if any of them become plumbers, please send them up to me here in Maine. We're always looking for a plumber, <laughs> okay? And he'll make 150000 his first year, okay? Or she will, I might add. Okay, and uh, you know, I so I think that's really, really important the way you're handling this. This is a higher ed, although we call it college. Okay, it is a higher ed prep school, a, a further education prep school. I just love what you're doing, Monique. I interrupted you. Go ahead. No, it's totally fine. I was just going to speak to our younger kiddos. So every in the spring, we hold a career, a college and career fair. And we do it during the school day on purpose because we want our kinders, our first, second, our elementary students to walk that same path and to be exposed to the colleges and to that collegiate presence and that energy. And that is just important to start to introduce them to that and having those um, the community helpers, those professionals in the community come and speak, not just to our high school students, but also come and speak to our younger students so they can have access to experiencing things that they may not have known. One, was a real job and something you could do, but two, that yeah. they would actually be interested in. It's, I mean, it's kind of cool. We have, her, we've partnered with them show propensity a, towards plumbing. Again, we'll adopt them, please. Gotcha. <laughs> We partner with a um, raptor conservation group, and they come on Wednesdays oh, nice. and do raptor Wednesdays. So they bring one of their raptors every Wednesday and do a science lesson. And since then, our students are like, whoa, I, I didn't know I was interested in, in this species. Yeah. And so, again, it's our, our, one of our goals is to introduce and provide access to opportunities and things that students may, our students may not otherwise have access to. I, I think it's wonderful. I'm sorry, Isaac, say what you said again. I was going to say, admit um, if I can add, uh, we have also art, uh, partnered um, with Alabama A&M where they send their field experience students. So their students are who are in education, they need the, uh, the field experience to learn how to teach in a classroom setting. Um, so uh, they bring their students here, and so we're able to allow our students to also to talk to college students who are currently in school with that um, as that, they help out that, in their classroom to get the experience. Yeah, it's, it's, it's excellent, the job you're doing. It, it, I mean, it, it, these kids are going to sparkle. I mean, they probably are already sparkling, oh. but they're going to sparkle further. <laughs> I mean, really, they're really getting – and I want to talk to you about this. You know, I was talking to my friend Stephen mm-hmm. over at Discovery, all right, and we they do great ed tech stuff. Yeah, he's great. Okay, and he's an Eagles fan. Did I mention that? He's an Eagles fan. Okay. <laughs> Only once or twice. <laughs> yeah, just, just so everybody knows. Okay. And, and, you know, they do a lot of work. And this is key stuff, okay? They do a lot of work in ed tech, okay? 
And ed tech, as I've always said, and we I talk about this forever, you know, to me, this is, we, we don't even have to put the word ed in front of it. Technology is, is, is part of education. We never said ed chalk. Okay, chalk is supposed to be part of education. <laughs> okay, but as you, look, as you look at it, okay, how would you, when, when you look at using the technology, okay, why, do you, why are you doing that? And again, you're in Huntsville, okay, Rocket City. Okay, talk, talk, talk to me about the, the use, how you're using ed tech in terms of all the, the learning that kids have to do. And I'll throw that one to Monique, and you can throw it to Isaac if you want. Okay, so, again, experiencing the difference. A part, a part of us is experiencing the difference. We make sure that what we're teaching is absolutely relevant. And it, it speaks to today. It's re- relevant to what's happening in the world around them. And technology yeah. is it is the world we live in, right? There's nothing that we do in our day that does not include technology. So that bringing that into the classroom, and I know there's all of the controversy about screen time, but bringing technology to the classroom in a way that is healthy and productive, but also comprehensive, and that is absolutely what Discovery Education is. It is comprehensive. It is fully immersive. So having the opportunity to leverage this technology in a way that Isaac says this, he coined this really cool phrase where he says, what we do is we take the curriculum off the textbook and we put it in their hands. And that includes the technology and that is how immersive the discovery education curriculum is and that's our philosophy, making sure that what we do includes that multi-sensory experience because School will be work. It will be school. But it can be fun, and it can be engaging, and it can be interesting and, and spark curiosity. It better be. It better be. It has to be. This is where it all happens. And I'm, and I'm curious, okay, how did, as you look about it, when you got the school, when you guys purchased the school, this is a funny question, did the teachers come with it, or did you hire new teachers? <laughs> Okay, which is a funny it's all in one package you get all these people. Okay. But seriously, when when you look at, at the teachers, okay, that you want, the educators that you want, and you're 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 leveraging the ed tech in there, you're putting all this in there. What how did what were you looking for in an educator and how did you how did they how do they work well with the ed tech that you're using, et cetera, et cetera? It has to all fit together. It's a bunch of puzzle pieces that you guys are now responsible for putting together. Okay, with some great people on the staff and faculty. How's it all work? You want to take that one, Isaac? I'll defer to you, and then I'll jump in. Okay. There you go, boss. You are the principal. We are. Right. (laughs) We look for, like, innovative um, implementation. So some of the questions we ask our teachers when we're interviewing and just kind of looking to grow our team, and we, we, we... rebranded. We completely rebranded um, the school. And that did include, unfortunately, starting to just kind of making some transitions in our staffing and grow in a way that was meaningful. So we ask our teachers questions like, if you can take your students on a field trip anywhere in the world, money was no object, where would you take them? In these kinds of questions, what we're asking them, what we're looking to hear and what we're seeking for is how creative are you? Thinking outside of the box, we want it to be fun. We want it to be engaging. I want to hear that you would take them. Actually, Mr. Dunsmore, when we interviewed him, he said that he would take them to Rome. 
because he wanted them to experience the beauty of the architecture and the history and the culture. And so those are the answers that we're looking for because that is telling me that you are going to take this experience, whether I'm giving you a textbook or I'm giving you the curriculum on digitally, you're going to take it and, again, pull it off that, mm-hmm. pull that off the textbook, and you're going to put it in their hands. So we, it's got to be someone who likes to have fun. Another question we ask them is, mm-hmm. if I call your best friend, tell me what they're going to say. If I say, describe Larry in one word, what will your uh, best friend say? That. Don't ask that. Yeah, Don't no, not, that. now we need the answer. Yeah. <laughs> Wonderful. What can I tell you? I, Wonderful. I, I always use two words since you're asking. I, I'm, a, I'm an incredible mix of perfection and modesty. That's all there is to it. That was a joke. Okay. I would have answered that question. You know, but it's That's so perfect. important. You know, you, you've, got, you've got 45 kids, okay, and eight, what, how many teachers? How many teachers? Eight teachers. Okay, think about that. Think about how good these teachers have to be, how they have to fit in, okay? And, you know, it's not just a numbers game. You have to find the right person who can teach a, a neurodiverse, and I will call even if a kid is neurotypical, it's still neurodiverse within the school, okay? They've, they've got to teach all these kids and get them working together as a community and get them to under to aspire to higher goals, and they can't aspire to higher goals unless they see higher goals, all right? They can't aspire, if I may use Mr. Dunsmore, okay, poor Mr. Dunsmore, we're mentioning him all the time, to go to Rome, okay? <laughs> if they've never seen Rome, they don't even know what a Rome is, okay? Mm-hmm. But with the end tech, okay, we can do that these days, okay? And actually, oh that God. brings up an interesting question. Considering the city you're in, okay, which is so renowned for, again, now all the work you guys do with NASA and Space Camp and all that sort of stuff, all right? What are, what are, what are the, um, if I may, what are, it, it, and you probably saw that you come from a high-tech area, Sacramento, now suddenly you're in the high-tech area of Alabama, okay? And what are the expectations? Like, if you teach in Silicon, if you're in Silicon Valley, you know what the expectations of the parents are, okay? But it's just kind of, I bet it's not that, I don't know, is it that different in Huntsville? What have you discovered? in the difference between the two groups, okay, being from both places. What's the expectation of the parents down there? Okay, Isaac or, Mona, or Monique? I almost said Monica. I heard that. I heard yeah, that. Yeah, I knew you did. I knew you did. <laughs> Sorry about that. I would say the expectation, um, I would say the expectation is the same. Um, all parents, I'm just speaking answer. as a parent myself, um, all parents, they're looking for their child to be educated in a way to that suits their child. And when you teach to the child and not to the class, you're able to, um, you're able to, um, you know, key in on those things that they need, you know. So say like if one child, you have like a strong reader, um, in your class, and then you have like a, I mean, you have a reader who's not so strong, you know. When you teach to the class, you have to figure out, okay, so how am I going to teach to this uh, strong reader? Should I, uh, should I teach everybody the same way I teach the strong reader? Or should I teach them the same way as the struggling reader? Mm. Um, and so that's what you kind of have to differentiate. But at our school, what we do is we spend time, like the first two weeks of school, is spending time getting to know our students so we can figure out mm-hmm. their learning style. So one student may, um, you know, may be doing like 10th grade math and they're in 5th grade. And then you have, a, you know, 
unsuitable that could just be struggling yeah. a little bit and doing like maybe fourth grade math. So we pull from all of our teachers to help each of our students. So the uh, the student who's doing fourth grade math will pull resources from our fourth grade teacher to help that student to bring them up. And the student who is doing 10th grade math to 5th grade will pull from our high school and to keep them growing so that they can excel to a higher level. So it's I like, you know, we're working to help pull students up and then to help those who are just way above and beyond, we help them to keep going and to um, cultivate each of their learning styles. It's, it's, I wish every school could act like this. You know, and, and, One of and the other they, cool things that – Go ahead. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. No, one of the other go. cool things that we do, and I was, I'm wrong, we have, we have seven teachers, but one of them is our resource teacher. One of the other cool things that we do is we have one teacher who has actually been with the, the school the longest, but she had, her role, she's our resource, resource teacher, so her role specifically is to pull students that need the one-on-one support, and they are pulled out on a schedule. It could be three times a week for 30 minutes. It might be once a week for 30 minutes, and they work one-on-one specifically on the goal set to target the deficits that we've identified and to close that gap. And they work, so if we have a student who's sitting in our fifth grade class but is struggling and doing third or fourth grade work, we, a part of that student's academic team is, of course, their fifth grade teacher, but also it's our third and fourth grade teacher, Ms. Fritz, who's a part of that team to let us help mm-hmm. us with the foundational skills that we need to get caught up. The beauty of us having such a, a very intimate and small team yeah. is that we yeah. really have the opportunity to pull together and we collaborate on just about all of our students as a team. Okay. How's that? Is there a lunchroom, Monique? Is there a lunchroom? We have a multi-purpose room. Okay. Do, do you guys make lunch, or do the kids bring their lunch? They bring their lunch. Okay. I was just curious about that. Okay, that's all. And you said today is. Did you say today is sports day? Did you say that at the beginning? Today is sports day. I did. What, so what is that? Tell, talk talk about that. <laughs> so week. we it's our, our spirit week. Go ahead, Isaac. Isaac, no. Um, I was just throwing it out there saying it was Spirit Week. She can elaborate. <laughs> <laughs> yesterday was um, oh, yesterday was the students w- would wear their teacher's alma mater color or shirt. Um, today is sports. Tomorrow is wacky tacky. I think there's pajama day on Friday. Thursday good. is good. like school is cool. <laughs> Whatever happened to school being fun? Yeah. You know, it's just it's, it's just it's, got to be fun, okay? Because learning's got to be fun. If learning's fun, you'll learn, okay? It's that absolutely. simple. You'll learn. And I, I just wanted to ask you, I'm just curious, what does the physical plant look like? Are you What kind of building are you in? What's the building? So we are in, uh, we are housed in an old, uh, well, an ex, well, old middle school. <laughs> so a middle school that was uh, closed down. Uh, because they merged with another school, we're in mm-hmm. one side of that building. Yes. Wow. So you got you got this you got a school. Wow. This is cool. yes. We're in actual campus. <laughs> wow. I love it. This is great stuff. I'll tell you. I, we got to go, but I'll, I'll tell you. I, I wish you guys. I know you're doing great, and I wish you guys continued good fortune because you've really got a tiger by the tail here. Okay, you're doing, in my opinion, everything right. All right, and just Thank keep so doing much. that. Yeah, I really mean it. You're Thank doing you so you're doing just great stuff down there. Okay, and it's going to grow Thank and grow you. and grow. Stay in touch. Let me know how things are going. Promise? Will do. I promise. promise.
Thank you, thank you, thank you, Monique, and thank you, Isaac. You guys are, uh, you really did something here. You should be proud of yourselves. Okay, and I don't know about Isaac. Monique is going to heaven because she's a special ed teacher. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I let her talk, so I think I can go to heaven, too. (laughs) (laughs) It's up to her. Send me a postcard, okay? Thank you, guys. Okay, you take care and continue good good fortune. You, too. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. Super people. That's Monique Griffin and Isaac Griffin, principal, vice principal, Huntsville College Preparatory School. And it's HCP School, hcpschool.org. Okay, and the, the website's terrific. Okay, you, we could all learn a lesson from that website. Okay, check it out. They're doing great stuff. And Stephen, thank you for being an Eagles fan and thank you, Discovery Education. Okay, for what you're doing down there and introducing me to those folks. That's great. Okay, we're going to archive at ace-ed.org and everything we do is over there. I'm Larry Jacobs. Thanks for listening.